Rapping mimosa, these bars in the holster. Pouring up a drink, put my name on the poster. Women who can rap make you come a little closer. Step out the whip, drop a tip to my chauffeur. New guest on my list, champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. Y'all know what it is. It's time to rap, 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 rap and mimosas. Woo! Okay. Welcome, everybody. First of all, I'm still in my nerdy gear for the day, okay? I got some glasses on that I don't need to wear. They're blue light glasses, but they feel like they go on my outfit today. Okay, I have on a sweatshirt, my little bang, my little bun, and I have on this good drink from a Black-owned restaurant here in Miami, Florida called Now That's a Wrap in downtown Miami. So if you all live in, in Miami, Florida, you can go get a good drink. It could be non-alcoholic as well. My God, looks okay, of alcohol in there. All right, for now, that's a wrap, okay? There's some alcohol in this drink. I want everyone to welcome. Okay, the lovely, the beautiful, the bootylicious, <laughs> Miss Taylor Devine. What's up, everybody? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. So for those who may not know who you are, go ahead and tell us who you are, what you do, etc. All right, all right. Um, I'm Taylor Devine. I am a multi-dimensional artist. I am a creative on all waves. I make music. I do tattoos. I'm also one who works in the holistic field. I make herbal teas and different things of that sort. I model and I spread good vibes and uplift the consciousness of everywhere that I go. So that's just a little bit about me. That's it. First of all, she definitely does tattoos. As quiet as it's kept, she did this tattoo. I'm trying to turn my wrist so you can <laughs> see. She did this tattoo here. I was going to have it going all up my hand, but she gave me some a moon and some stars. So she definitely does tattoos, guys. Okay, she does all of those things now for those who are my, who might be new to rapping mimosas we're gonna wrap it up as in chop it up but we're also gonna have taylor rap later on okay to a freestyle beat based off of our topic of discussion today so this is why it's called rap and normally we sit mimosas especially when i'm right next to my co-host for today but as i said before i got my little drinky drink earlier from a black owned establishment called rap and mimosas it's not a it's not a mimosa i'm sorry it's called now that's a rap but it's sponsoring okay rap and mimosas it's not a mimosa Okay, it actually has looks of alcohol in it. That's my splash of alcohol. Okay, but if you're in the Miami area and you're going to be in downtown Miami, especially this weekend for our Basel, uh, now that's a wrap. Will be a great place to check out. So welcome, Taylor. Woo! We've talked about this for like 50, 11 years. 50, 11, exactly. 50, 11 years. Okay, now um, we've talked about a bit about what you do, but also just the simple fact of um, the topic for this evening. It's going to be all about freedom, right? So we're really focusing and talking about freedom and 
and freedom in every aspect, right? Freedom of expression of ourselves in various aspects, freedom in how we cultivate freedom in our lives, financially, physically, sexually, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, it just continues on. So before we go further, what is freedom to you? Freedom to me is the ability to live on your own terms, um, by your own rules. Freedom is the ability to freely express and be who you are um, at all times without fear or limitations. Freedom is experiencing life on your own terms as you are and without any apprehension or the need to confront conform or fit into any ideals or constructs that may be placed upon you or expectations freedom is freedom is it just is it's about the is come on with this poetic ending freedom <laughs> is it just is right so you you mentioned a lot about what freedom is and freedom for you is a multitude of things right it's the ability to create these different variations for yourself and these different contra constructs for yourself in various areas and i would absolutely agree you know um when people have asked me as an adult what is my number one value in life i say freedom I say absolutely 100% it's freedom. I know people say family and and love and insert societally um, acceptable response here. But for me, it is the dynamic of freedom in all areas because I feel like they enhance family. They enhance love, right? Because if I feel like I'm 100% free, if I feel like I have authenticity in my movements, right? And in how I think, how I feel and how I express myself, it is going to further um, enhance how I operate with my family personally for me, right? How yeah. I operate with my, you know, loved ones romantically, platonically, how I interact with business, having a sense of freedom right and giving me myself permission to explore in whatever dynamic that actually means right so freedom could be i give myself permission on the sunday to just relax i'm not going to do nothing else i'm not going to focus on business on this day i'm not going to clean the house today today i am going to relax and whatever relaxation looks like to me or discovering a new way of relaxation, maybe going to a botanical garden or something. And that's what I do. What do you do to enhance your idea of freedom? Because that's important too. Um, okay, so just a little backstory. I kind of always have been a pretty free-spirited person. Rules and confinement never really was my thing. Really? Um, but of course, until you really reach your adulthood, there are certain things that you must abide by. And then even in your adulthood with like laws of the state and things like that. But uh, for me, I just make sure that I'm always aware of what I need and 
I provide that for myself. So that that adds to my sense of freedom because at any given moment, um, whether it be emotional support or a self-care day or or even the need to work like if i feel like i need to be productive in in a in a sense that will get me closer to my goals um just anything that i feel i need just allowing myself to be put in the space to give it to myself and also being open to receiving it from myself and from you know external sources as well i like to express myself um even if I don't feel like it would be understood or taken or um, in any sense, just freely expressing myself as to my sense of freedom because I don't feel like I have to hold back anything. And if I'm feeling a type of way or if I wanna convey a message, I'm able to do that. Whether it's received well or not, I've allowed myself to freely flow and, and allow myself to, to flow. And that adds to my sense of freedom. Um, being able to say no and to make choices for myself adds to my sense of freedom. A lot of times, I think I, I, I was on a live recently and I kind of talked about it, but a lot of times in my life I had felt like it was kind of hard for me to feel like I could say no without feeling bad because mm. I always obligated to do certain things even when I wasn't in the space to do so and it took me a long time to get to the place where I was able to confidently and firmly give out no's on silver platters and not feel bad I'm just like here's your no and this is I meant it but you know what I'm saying um so that adds to my sense of freedom because the when I'm doing something I know that I'm doing it from my heart and not that I feel mm -hmm you know, forced to do it or obligated to do it or that I'm feeling guilt-tripped into doing something. It's that I chose for myself. Um, and that allows me to have a deeper connection with myself and a deeper understanding of how important it is to be able to have autonomy. And that adds to my sense of freedom because now I'm not allowing anything outside of me to control what's going on inside of me or how I move and maneuver through life. So yeah, that that all of that and, and so much more um, adds to my sense of freedom. But basically it all sums up as being open to give and receive freely, um, being open to express myself freely, being open to set firm boundaries and honor them and that all ties into what makes me feel more free and adds to my sense of freedom absolutely i 100 percent agree you know what's crazy for me is um growing up i didn't i was the opposite i did not feel uh, any type of comfort in saying no. I didn't feel comfort in being, um, I had an idea of who I was authentically, but a lot of times I felt like that was not good enough, right, for other people. How did you as a child or even a teenager or a young adult get into feeling comfortable, right, with this idea of freedom that you've cultivated? Oh man, uh, it took me a long time because 
you know, you have certain ties and to, to family and friends and things and and they can really push an agenda onto you. And I kind of grew up and came up in a household that I had a lot of emotional responsibility I felt placed upon me that probably shouldn't have, you know, at that age and different things that were placed upon me that had me step into this role of just being super helpful, like just feeling like I had to help. I had to do this. I had to, I had to make sure you feel good. I had to make sure you're happy. Like if somebody's feeling sad, I always felt it was my responsibility to, to cheer them up. Like, what can I do? I was, I just had this role of being a helper and um, that, that of course um, followed me along into my, in my teenage life. Um, always just being super accommodating, even if it was at the expense of me. And um, even if I didn't have anything to give, just still giving, like, just like, all right, like, uh. and it really hit me and dawned on to me when I reached adulthood and I'm, I'm noticing more and more how much of a setback it is to myself mm. because at this point I, t I had to take a long, hard look and I had to realize that People are going to only do what you allow. And of course, that's something that we know. But until we really integrate that lesson, we're still on the opposite end of it. Mm -hmm. We still don't know how to take, take our power back and take our control and realize that we are ultimately in control of our lives and the decisions that we make. I always felt like, um, you know, like I said, I was obligated to certain things. So as I got older, I entered in certain relationships and friendships. Um, I started realizing how I was giving a lot and I wasn't really receiving much. And I was feeling like in need um, a lot, like emotionally, I felt like things weren't very fulfilling to me. I felt like I wasn't being poured into the way that I was pouring into. And um, I was like, you know, I had always like had this mindset of if someone's not doing something for me, I'm going to do it for myself. If I have a partner and they're not being something for me, I'm going to be, be it for myself. But it was always short lived. It was always short lived because then I would get into a relationship and I'll be like, okay, well, since you, since you're here, you know, this is what, you know, you're supposed to do. Like, and it left me just feeling a little, in need, I felt like just in, just unfulfilled in certain aspects. So I had to take that control back and realize that I'm only in need because I'm not consistently pouring into myself what I'm pouring mm. out. And um, that's when it started to transform for me and I started being more comfortable with saying no and with holding my boundaries and with taking my power back because that's all that it is. I had given away my power and control to so many people and situations and feelings and, and things. And it left me on the side of, you know, just not being moved instead of being the motion. Like, if you feel what I'm saying, I was, I was 
allowing external circumstances and my situations and my partners and my friends to more so dictate, you know, where I was going or shaping, you know, my, my path. And then I realized, wait a minute, like my path is my path. And, you know, mm-hmm. if someone comes along, I would love to be able to walk side by side with them. Or if a situation arises, I would love to be able to contribute but I still have to make sure that my garden is tended to and my my plants are well kept up and I have to make sure that I'm always nourishing myself in the midst of no matter what's going on outside of me. Just feeding myself everything that I felt like I needed. It's just the fact that I was never in need. I just needed me. Like I was never in need. I had everything that I needed, but the feeling that I should get it from an external source left me feeling unfulfilled until I realized I was already filled and I had to continue to feel myself. Absolutely. So that's that. That's how it worked. Taking my power back, taking control back, taking myself back from all the places that I had put myself that I didn't need to be when I needed to just be right here with myself. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. And I see we have some people coming in. Welcome, welcome to Wrapping Mimosas. Right now, we're just wrapping it up. We're talking about our ideas of freedom, okay, and liberation, how we got to those moments, okay, as well as the fact that uh, she's going to wrap in not that long of a time, okay? In less than 30 minutes, we are going to start our actual wrap of Wrapping Mimosas, okay? So she's going to freestyle wrap and talk to us. All right, tonight. Um, ironically enough, I saw the person who introduced us join. What's up, T? <laughs> What's up? He done put uh, his little garden in the in the in the chat. Okay, what's up, T? So, um, going back to what you said as far as like you know this idea of realization was crazy because you know I'm I'm older than you, right? And the realization. Well, I, I'm not even 30 yet, right? But however, the realization I feel hit me at a, at a later state of life than what when it hit you. And I feel like a part of that is because more and more people generationally were just like pushing mental health and these aspects of mental health and what being a healthy adult should encompass, right? As far as like how much time you may spend on your mental, spiritual, physical, and sexual, as well as emotional health and different varieties of that. I didn't have all that, okay? I, there was no realization in my early 20s while I was still in college or right after I graduated college of like, oh, I should spend time with myself. Oh, no. Oh, no, sugar. It was the opposite. I really wanted to find myself and other people. Okay, I was like a, a walking, um, I don't even know what the name would be. I want to say a societal stereotype, right, of a person that's just like, oh, okay, I kind of like you, you like me. I ain't really spent no time by myself yet to really define relationships. But here we go. We're going trauma bond. And <laughs> in, the, in the midst of trauma bonding, we're going to say that we have a relationship and a lot of times that that will be a, a continuous pattern until I really did spend time with myself. And even then, 
I would say I don't feel like I started to cultivate my idea of freedom until I started telling people no, right? I grew up as a people pleaser. I grew up where, you know, you can always count on me to say yes or to do my due diligence to give you what you need, and you know, to, to make an event or something successful, even at the detriment of myself. So... Uh, growing up and getting into adulthood and people were asking, I don't care what it was for. Can you go to Family Dollar? No. No, I can't go to Family Dollar, Grandma. I can't go right now. I can go tomorrow. But it's after 6 p.m. I'm going to take my nap and I'm going to bed, right? But actually being so strategic and even like times where in real life, this is a real conversation. My grandmother wanted to talk to me about something. And I said, Grandma, we're not going to agree on this. So I'm going to respectfully take myself out of the conversation. But I do love you. But I, I just don't think we should continue this conversation. My grandmother, being who she is, which was already very, she wasn't an arguer anyway, but she was going to have to say what she had to say, heard me say that she just got quiet and she just walked away. We never talked about it again. Right now, if that would have been my mama, I can't say that the same results would have happened. However, right, I did start to get to a point of being more vocal. And I realized that as I became more vocal, I found more ability to be free in my choices of what actually worked for me. Even in business, right, I started off as a teacher. And there were a lot of things as a teacher that were just thrust upon me as far as how many students I had and how realistic that was to the lesson. And then after a while, I started saying, hey, yo, there's too many kids in this class. What y'all going to do? Oh, you don't want to do nothing? I'm going to talk to the person in charge of you, right? Um, and I would just be writing letters like, this, this, these, this amount of kids need to come out of my class in order for me to be successful. What are you guys going to do? I'm documenting all of this because if I'm not successful, I want you to know why. And I'll be very transparent about it. And a part of me asserting that worth allowed to, one, me getting exactly what I wanted, but also, two, just finding myself in a better, happier space. Because every time I spoke up for myself, it was like this little child part of me that was just like, yeah, yeah, do that shit, big LaShondra, because little LaShondra couldn't do that. Um, what I've encountered recently, everyone is not happy about Big LaShondra, right? Some people don't like the fact that I'm saying no more, or some people don't like the fact that I'm saying, well, hey, listen, if you disagree, it's cool if you disagree, but this is what it's going to be, right? How do you get to a point of being comfortable not with just saying no, but with the fact that you're going to disappoint people in the process. Because I have found, for me, that that has been more difficult than actually saying no, is that I'm thinking so much about how people will receive what I'm saying. Um, personally, I, I, I definitely resonate with the trauma bonding, with the people aspects of, 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 of the experience.
Taylor. Taylor. Oh no. I don't know because my reception are hers. Oh no. She dropped. Hold on, guys. Let's see if we can get Taylor Divine back on. At least to do the freestyle. Hello? You can hear me now. Yes. Oh my goodness. I was like, what? I was talking and it just said, thanks for joining back in Mimosas. So I was like, okay, it's over. No. It it um it paused um about a minute or so in. It started to like mess up and I thought it would clear itself up and then it just said gone. Well yes. but I cap uh, what you were saying, you just got to a point where you just like I can't afford to care and I do not care when it comes to, you know, feeling free and what people are going to agree with me or not. Yes. Um, and that came with taking back my power. Um, I have to stand in my truth. My truth isn't going to be liked by everyone or accepted by everyone. It's going to disappoint some people. It's going to hurt some feelings. And I just had to get to a point where I would be okay with that because if everything was made to be agreeable, I don't feel like we'd have much to learn from each other. Um, and also, I just couldn't compromise myself anymore. I spent too much time already compromising me and the things that I want to do and invest myself in, which, in, which is me. And, um, I just had to give up that people-pleasing attitude and, and the need to be understood and the need to have my ideals be accepted by others. I just, it's not that I don't care about people, but I don't care about what people think about me. Mm. So it's coming to a place of just acceptance. Me, a part of me living in my truth and doing what I must do for me and tending to myself and my my own garden is being able to to really live in my truth and accept my truth and accepting me and accepting the fact that everyone won't and accepting the fact that that's okay. How did you, okay, if you could do three steps, three, mm -hmm. yes. on how Get to this place of understanding and freedom and acceptance of who you are, right? What are the three steps that you would recommend? Top three. Top three. Hmm. One, I would recommend getting to know yourself. And that includes spending time with yourself. But also, it's not getting to know yourself isn't something that you can only do in your solitude. 
but you can get to know yourself through the relationships that you have and the things that you choose to take part in and in your motives and your reasons and the things that light you up and inspire you. Everything can be an indication towards something more to learn about you or uncover about yourself. So just learning yourself and it has a lot to do with just being aware and asking yourself the deeper questions. Well, why did I choose that? Well, why do I like that? Well, why do I want to do it? Why do I feel like I need that? You know, and then going even deeper and saying, okay, well, that's why. And where did that come from? Like, you know, just getting to the root of you and your actions and your thoughts and making, making it clear for yourself because a lot of people do things and they don't even know why they just they just running around doing 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 but they're not really in tune with the why and the motive and the fuel behind that um so getting to know yourself and it'll allow you to have a, a clear perception of where you are and who you are in this world um two would be which is the thing that i was talking about with one which is just being more introspective and looking within um as a child i always had a very, very high level of consciousness. I was very aware of a lot of things, but mostly it was because I'm look I'm looking around and I'm noticing how people are treating each other, how people are talking to each other. And I'm like, why are y'all doing that? Like y'all weird. Like, <laughs> like as a child, I had a lot of awareness of the things that were going on around me. And um, I just was a, a very observant and I just learned from what I was observing and experiencing and then at some point I had to make the transition from being aware of what's going on around me to looking inward and being more introspective and figuring out what's going on within me and why did I feel the ways that I felt about certain things and why, you know, um, just why. Just being introspective, just looking within, asking yourself the questions and going deeper and then even deeper and not being afraid to question yourself. All right, and three, um, trying new things and being open-minded because a lot of times we'll place these limitations on ourselves and these limitations look like a set of rules that we must abide by and we're the ones who create them. And that can keep us and hold us back from a lot of experiences that will lead to our growth and um, that might be very nourishing for our souls. Um, and I feel like it'll lead to a, a bigger sense of freedom. Um, I have a mindset to where if something scares me or if I feel like there's a blockage in front of me and something that I want, I immediately just want to bulldoze through it. I'm just like, let's go. And that kind of uh, led me to a place of being able to experience certain things, whether they were good experiences or not. But I learned a lot about myself and the world through these experiences. So just not being afraid to live life have an open mind, have an open heart, and that's it. Okay, okay. I'm going to give respect to those, right? For mine, I would be very similar to yours. The first one that I would definitely say is to give yourself permission to be free. And freedom, just for anyone who joined us late or might be listening for the definition, for me, is not going to be the same from person to person. I think freedom is literally going to be whatever... Um, 
makes you feel as if you're not inhibited and that you are 100 percent enjoying enjoying the different placements you are in life right so that might be motherhood that could be being a wife that could be your career that could be a mixture of all three right but whatever freedom is to you for this person may not look the same for the other so i do want to make sure i stress that okay freedom is just oh i don't have a schedule freedom for you may be that you have a schedule but it's a schedule you want that you dreamt of that you're just like oh my goodness i cannot wait to be this woman living this life with this career and this husband and these children right and that's completely fine or it could be i couldn't wait to be this this woman that's it right with none of the extra you know um possibilities there okay at this moment in time so i do want to stress that i think for me it's just one giving yourself the opportunity to explore whatever that may look like whatever freedom may look like um financial and i keep stressing these because it's financial it's emotional it's physical it's sexual it's spiritual right it's all of these different aspects you have to figure out what freedom is for you. The second thing is really um, diving into what these boxes are that you might have put yourself in or that other people have put you in, right? And being able to dissect them. Do you really feel like monogamy is X, Y, and Z that the world says, or is monogamy something different for you? Do you care about monogamy, right? Do you care about sex? Do you want children or is children just something expected upon you because you're a woman or because you are married or anything of that nature? Right. Freedom is giving yourself the permission to take all of these different aspects that society might say is normal and then deciding what is the norm for you. And then the last thing is the cycle of repeating, because for the rest of your life, you're on this mission of constantly looking at what fits and doesn't fit you. What fits you at 20 is not going to necessarily fit you at 30 or 35. What fits, you know, someone at 30 or 35 is not going to fit at 40 or 55. We're supposed to evolve as humans, which means we're supposed to continuously take things that we might have done in our 20s, our 30s, our 40s, and so on and so so forth. While we're married, when we're not married, when we're divorced, when we have children, when we don't have children. Take all of these different aspects and facets of ourselves and decide what fits us for this season in this moment, for the rest of our lives or not. And giving ourselves permission to evolve and to change because none of us are going to be the same person. And if you're the same person in your 20s that you were, in your 30s that you were going to be in your 40s, you're not evolving and you really might want to reconsider and when I say yeah. that means take a deep look at yourself and see if anything fits you or are you still living a life other people have told you it's supposed to be and what matters for you. Honestly, authentically, because I'm one of those people, hey, if it matters for you, baby, I'm with you. But if you it don't, Because ultimately cultivating freedom is a lifelong goal. It's not something you do one month and it's going to be oh, yeah. You literally have to wake up every day and choose the things that you feel is giving you freedom. It is a choice to be like, I'm going to be single for the rest of my life, or I'm going to be married for the rest of my life, or I'm going to be in a open relationship or polyamory or this or that. Those are choices you make that you feel give you freedom, as well as the type of mother, father, aunt, uncle, godmother, and so on that you're going to be that gives you freedom. So for me, I would say really dissect what freedom is to you and dissect your personality for each of the social constructs we abide in. I agree. <coughs> oh, excuse me. 
Yay. So what we're going to do now is we're going to get ready for the wrap of the wrap and mimosas. Okay. We're going to have to wrap it up, spice it up. The topic, because we've been talking about freedom this whole session, is, of course, going to be freedom. All right. Are you ready? Did you write something or no? No, I'm just going to, you know, just going to go let it flow. All right. <laughs> Make your own choices, do the shit, share your own voice and <laughs> I know. But I'm back on the flow. I can't even hear the beat no more. But I'm going to rap about freedom. I'm just trying to be free and lead them to the kingdom of themselves. Tap in your heart. Activate yourselves. Yes, this is the beginning. I can't hear the beat, but we winning. <laughs> it's Taylor Divine. And freedom is mine. As is yours, it's your time to on the beat because I can barely hear it guys but look the word Taylor Divine! 
<laughs> thank you for having me. I thank you for coming. Um, I thank you for joining me in technically two sessions in one, right? <laughs> and um, I'm appreciative of it. And guys, please make sure if you follow Taylor Devine that you follow Rapping Mimosas. I bring different favorite guests. We rap about a topic as far as talking, and we wrap it on up with a nice beat and freestyle at the very end. And of course, normally I got my little drink that I'm sipping with me. Today, my drink was from Now That's a Wrap in downtown Miami. So I didn't have a mimosa per se, but what I had was strong enough that I had to put it down and drink some water. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so with that being said, let me go on and do my outro, child. Outro time. Mimosa, these bars at the hoster. Pouring up a drink, put my name on the poster. Women who can rap make you come a little closer. Step out the whip, drop a tip to my chauffeur. New guest on my list. Champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. Y'all know what it is. It's time to rap, 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 and mimosas. I'll see you guys next time. If you don't know already, now you know. And happy holidays. That's for sure. Peace. Peace.